0: Lift up your hands and worship the Lord. And lift up your hands and worship the Lord. Worship God who brought you from January to May. From 1st of May to the 30th of May. Worship that God who deserves glory. His name is Onisha Yano. The wonderful God, the excellent God, the great God, the mighty God, the wonders working God, the miracle worker, the way maker, the pathfinder, the exalted God, the eternal God, the living water, the chief cornerstone, the bishop of our soul, worship that God, give him praise, give him glory. Magnify him. He's worthy to be praised. Is worthy to be praised. He's worthy to be praised. He's worthy to be praised. Give him praise. Give him glory. Just bless him. We worship you Lord. We give you praise. Who is like you? Oh Lord, who is like you? You are glorious in holiness. You are fearful in praises. You do wonders all the time. Onish yano. Thank you so much, Father. We give you praise. We bless your name. We worship you. Thank you. Be thou exalted, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. Praise the Lord. Can I have the Theronomy... Thirty-four on the screen, please. It's thirty-four. And Moses went up from the plains of Moab unto the mountains of Nebo, to the top of Pisgah, that is over against Jericho. And the Lord showed him, and the Lord showed him, all the land of the Gilead. Unto Dan. And all Naphtali. And the land of Ephraim and Manasseh. And all the land of Judah. Unto the uttermost sea. And the south. And the plain of the valley of Jericho. The city of the palm trees. Unto suah And the Lord said. Unto him. This is the land which I swear unto Abraham, unto Isaac, unto Jacob, saying, I will give it unto thy seed. I have caused thee to see it with thy eyes. But thou shalt not go over there. What a tragedy. This is somebody who labored for 40 years. To bring the people to cross the last bridge. And God said, You are not going to cross that bridge. And God said, See it with your eyes. But you will not get there. Tomorrow is the bridge between May and June. And this is our last gathering before that day. I want you to lift up your hands unto God and pray. The God who brought you to the end of May second to the last day of May as you see June coming that not only will you see June coming but you will enter June and cross over to July lift up your voice unto God and pray that prayer Lord who saw me through the month of May who has brought me to the second to the last day of the month of May as June is coming Father as I see June let my story not be like, like Moses. Who saw the land. Who never entered the land. Are you praying? Are you praying? Are you praying at all? Oh Lord God. As I see the month of June. Coming. Let it not just be I see it. Let me test it. Let me walk through it. Let me enter it let me cross over to July I hand over my life I hand over my journey I hand over everything into your hand thou my redeemer Lord thank you I give you glory and honor and worship you Lord in Jesus name we are prayed lift up your voice and say father I thank you I am extremely very grateful from day one of May to the 30th day of May I can never thank you enough open your mouth and pray Lord I am grateful I can't thank you enough day and night morning and evening afternoon I walk through the valleys of the shadow of death Every day this month, by your grace and mercy, I am here. I will praise your name, and I will glorify you forever. Thank you, Most High God. We give you praise and glory. We worship you. We bless and honor your name. Be thou exalted and lifted. Thank you so much, Father. For in Jesus' name we are praying. Amen. Lift up your voice, say, Father. I want your hand upon my life. Lay your right hand upon my life. Even from this service, lay your right hand upon my destiny, upon my family, upon my children, your right hand of power. Are you praying? Oh Lord, I want your right hand upon my life, upon my destiny, upon my household, upon my ministry, your right hand, your right hand of power. Let it, O oh God, let it rest upon me, your right hand, Jesus, your right hand, your right hand of power. Let it rest, O oh God, let it rest, O oh God, let it rest, O oh God. Thank you, Almighty Father. Blessed be your name, O oh God, for in Jesus' wonderful name, we have prayed. It's an anointing service. You have been told it's going to be an anointing service. You were told last Sunday. I said you are not prepared, or you are not listening in the church. So it's an anointing service. It's an unusual service. It's a service that God Himself, as all the other services, is conducting. But I want to let you know. The Bible tells me. I think First uh, Samuel chapter sixteen. Can I have verse, uh, verse eight? First Samuel chapter 16, verse 8. Go to verse 9. Verse 10. And again, Jesse made seven out of eight of his children, eight of them were to be before him. Presented before God. And again, Jesse made seven of his sons to pass before Samuel. And Samuel said unto Jesse, The Lord has not chosen any of these. What is wrong with the seven? And look at the next sentence, verse 11. And Samuel said unto Jesse, Are all these your children? And he said, there remaineth yet the youngest of them. And behold, he keepeth the sheep. And Swami said unto Jesse, "Said and bring him, for we will not sit down until he comes. Lift up your voice unto God and say, Father, Today is an anointing service. Don't let my head reject anointing. Don't let my life reject anointing. Don't let my destiny reject anointing. Don't let my career reject anointing. Don't let me be rejected, oh God. I hope you are praying. I wish you are praying. And I hope you are really praying. Father, don't let me be rejected. Don't let me be rejected. Don't let me, oh God don't let me oh God don't let me oh God don't let me thank you so much father for in Jesus name we have prayed may it be unto you according to your request may the right hand of God rest upon you today the month of you that is knocking at the door may you not just open the door for the month may the mouth bring you every of the desire of your hearts may you travel through the whole month from day one to the very last day of the month as you are about to cross over tomorrow the bridge to crossover will not collapse under your feet the month of june will be one of the best months of the year for you today all your prayers shall be answered the lord will visit your life you will return as an extraordinary person in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ as God favored David out of eight children today God will favor you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ whatsoever that disqualified the seven children of Jesse will not disqualify you in the name of Jesus Christ whatsoever that qualified David will qualify you in the name of Jesus Christ and this day you will remember it for good so shall it be in the name of Jesus Christ in Jesus wonderful name we have prayed please be seated God bless you the sitter that led that choir that led the song thank you very much God bless you more anointing more grace more power more of the spirit of God in the name of Jesus this whole choir the Lord will raise hand upon you the glory of the Lord will overwhelm you the presence of God will not depart from you it shall be from glory to glory in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ so shall it be in Jesus name are you ready for power are you ready for anointing if you are ready let me hear a shout of hallelujah I need to teach you some things on Friday in this place we met the God of miracles and he performed miracles in our lives the kind of miracles only God because no other person performs miracles And so God performed miracles in our lives. What is a miracle? A miracle is the superhuman power of God. The extraordinary power of God. Romans 15, verse 19 simply put it is signs and wonders that God alone the God of heaven alone performs that makes him uniquely stand out as God and some of you did not come some of you did not like miracles miracles is not what a man can perform it is in the realm of God alone and our are protocols for whatsoever miracles a man expects that he must perform to be able to receive the miracles. Today I pray what you need to satisfy and what to qualify you to receive the anointing. Before the anointing begins, may God release it upon your head. One of the profound miracles that Jesus performed, that God performed, in the Bible, was what happened on the day of Pentecost. God has already told the disciples, do not do anything. This ministry work cannot be done except you receive The promise of the Father from on high, which is the baptism of the Holy Spirit, which is the descent of power from heaven. Tarry ye in Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. And they tarried. And the anointing came on the day of Pentecost second king excuse me acts chapter 2 and you read from verse 1 to 4. in acts chapter 2 verse 19 the bible tells me that god says he will perform science in heaven and wonders on earth he will perform science in heavens and wonders on earth so on the day of pentecost The people saw wonders and they began to wonder when they saw wonders and they began to wonder are these people drunk? They are speaking in languages that are foreign to them. How come? But it was a demonstration of the power of God. So, God needed to anoint a king over Israel. You can read 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 10 down to 16. God needed, you can leave it on the board. When I want to have reference to it, I might use it. God needed to anoint a king over Israel. So he decided to choose a man called King Saul. Let's go to 1 Samuel chapter 10. 1 Samuel chapter 10. That would be the basis of our anointing and the basis of our preaching 1st Samuel chapter 10 verse 1 then Samuel took a veer of oil a veer of oil like this that you can see in my hand and poet it upon the head of Saul and kissed him and said is it not because the Lord has anointed thee to be captain over his inheritance verse 2 and he goes on to say now because you are anointed when thou depart from me today then thou shall find two men By Rachel's sepulchre in the border of Benjamin and Caesar, and they will say unto you, The asses which thou wantest to seek are found. Lo, thy father has left the care of the asses and sorrow for you, saying, What shall I do for my son? Then shall thou go forward from thence, and thou shalt come to a plain of Tabor, and there shall meet three men going up to go to battle, one carrying three keys, and another carrying three loaves of bread, and another carrying a bottle of wine. And they will salute you, and give you two loaves of bread, which thou shalt receive of their hands. Verse 4, 5. After that, thou shalt come to the hill of God, where is the garrison of the Philistines? And it shall come to pass when thou art come hither to the city that thou shalt meet a company of prophets coming down from the high place with a posture and a tablet and a pipe and a harp before them, and they shall prophesy, and the spirit, and the holy ghost. And the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you. And thou shalt prophesy with them and shall be turned to another man. Please stop there. The Spirit will come upon you. The Holy Ghost will come upon you when you are anointed, and when the Holy Ghost comes upon you, you will be torn. An operation will be done, a surgical operation will be done on you, metamorphosis will take place. What is called a change, invisible change, will take place. Your eyes may not see it, but you will not be turned completely to another man. You will no longer be the man that you used to be before the anointing. For you will be turned to another man. Give me verse 7. Give me verse seven, and let it be when these signs that I have given you come unto thee, that thou do, and this is very important. Some of you don't understand this, and thou do as occasion serve thee, for God is with you. I will explain that So when the Holy Spirit comes upon you And the Holy Spirit begins to ask you Begin to dance Begin to dance Begin to dance Don't stop dancing Begin to dance If the Holy Spirit said remove your shoes Remove your shoes If the Holy Spirit said remove your dress Remove your dress If the Holy Spirit said don't go out today Don't go out today If the Holy Spirit said go to the saloon now Rise up and go to the saloon If the Holy Spirit said Take your phone and call Immediately you take your phone and call Because You are no longer Whom you used to be Because you have been Turned to another Man I will stop that Explanation there and I will go on You will, soon to, you will soon understand what I just explained. By what process? So my message to you is, turn to another man. That is my message today. The God of miracle, The God that I have been introducing to you for the past over a month. How does he turn a man to another man? What is the process? The process is by the anointing. That is the answer. How does God turn a man to another man? It's by anointing. Let me give you examples. Jesus, in John chapter 3, verse 3 to 5, a man came to him, called Nicodemus, and asked, O man of God, how do you do this thing? how do you do this thing? And Jesus said to him, Except the Spirit is upon you. Except you experience the Holy Ghost. Except you are born again. Except you are born of water. And you are born of the spirit. You cannot understand how this work is done. Nicodemus surprisingly asked a very interesting question. Uh, uh, How can a man be turned to another man? Indirectly asking Jesus, how can I be born again? How can I be turned to another man? I am 63 years, 65 years old, 70 years old. Am I going to enter my mother's womb again? Jesus said, no. He said, you are born of the spirit. He said, you are born of water. You cannot be turned to another man. And so, someone came and told us and understanding, he elucidated and expanded the statement that was made that we didn't understand that when the Holy Ghost comes upon a man, the Holy Ghost turns that man to another man. No wonder why they were saying they were barbarians. They were drunk. They didn't know what they are talking about. They didn't know they have just been turned to other men. On the day of Pentecost this morning by the authority of the one who sent me you will be turned to another man your amen shows that you are not interested I say it and may it be unto you according to your amen so then by the authority of the name of jesus may you be turned to another man let me give you who was saw who was turned to another man let me give you the background in first Samuel chapter 10 who was saw So, before I tell you who Saul was, you are aware that I am not the one going to do the anointing. I hope you understand that. That is why your head must be prepared. I am just an instrument. Acts 10.38 tells us that God is the one who does the anointing is the one who anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with what? And with power. So, I am not the one who is going to pour the oil on you but God. And when this oil comes in contact with you today, you will be turned to another man. So, what process What protocol must you follow to have a man turn to another man? Number one is that your all hearts, your hearts, your hearts will be removed by God. These hearts, that you are carrying will be removed by God. There is a heart inside of you. The moment you are to told, be told to another man, your heart will be removed by God, and another heart given unto you. For Samuel. For Samuel. Chapter 10, verse 9. And it was so. When he had turned back to go from Samuel, Samuel has spoken. We stop at verse 7, if you remember. Samuel has spoken up to verse 7. And he turned to go to and he was back away from Samuel. The moment he turned to go from Samuel. Go back to vaccinating, my friend. And it was so when he turned to his back to go from somewhere. God gave him what? God gave him what? Another heart. And all those signs came to pass on that day. So the process of being turned to another man begins with a change of what? Of heart. The Heart of Saul, an angel suddenly came, removed the heart, and planted another heart. Ezekiel 36, verse 26. Quickly, Ezekiel 36, verse 26. And it was so, and a new heart, I will give you a new heart. And a new spirit Will I put within you I hope you are following me The moment you are anointed The heart of fornication will be taken away from you The heart of adultery will be taken away from you The heart of disobedience Will be taken away from you The heart of anger Will be taken away from you And God said I will give you a new what, a new heart, and what, a new spirit. Will I put within you, and I will take away the stony heart. What is wrong with these people? And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. In verse twenty-seven. And I will put my spirit Just I'm teaching you deep things And I will put my spirit Within you And cause you to walk In my status And you shall keep my judgment And you will do them In verse 28 Look at what God said And you shall dwell Where? In the land That I give to your fathers and you shall be my people and I will be your what? your God lift up your hand say father I need a new heart so a new heart and a new spirit will be given unto you let me prove that to you so when God The moment Saul was anointed, what did God give to him? What did God give to him? And they knew what? A new spirit. And God said, go and destroy the Amalekites. For their judgment time has done what? Has come. Their cup is what? Is full. I'm not the one who says so The one who anointed him was the one who said so He has gotten a new heart And a new spirit What must he do? What must he do? When God said go and do this What must you do? Obey! Saul went Spear the best Brought them home And he came to keep them And God said no problem since I gave you a new heart and a new spirit and still you still disobey me, no problem. I will reject you. I will dethrone you. I will take my spirit away from you. And then you will see what will happen to you. Very dangerous to receive anointing. So, in First Samuel chapter 16, In 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 1, God said to Samuel, How long will you cry over Saul? Can't you see I have rejected him? I have dethroned him. Go to the house of Jesse. I have prepared somebody for me who will obey my voice, who will listen to my instruction." Go and anoint him for me as king. So Samuel went, and all the seven sons of Jesse passed. Verse eleven, Samuel said, "Is there anybody left?" They said, "I still the youngest boy. Go and bring him." The moment David arrived, in Acts thirteen. The moment David arrived, in Acts 13, the summoned to the oil, the horn of oil, and anointed him in the midst of his brethren, what followed? What are you reading? What followed? What are you reading? What followed? Read it loud and clear for me. And the spirit of the Lord came upon him that day, and the spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day. The moment the oil touched his head. And he rose up. Samuel rose up and went to Ramah. The moment the oil touched his head. The spirit rested upon him. And Samuel went away. Look at verse 14. But the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul. And what happened? And an evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. God took or took away. If you want to prove that, Isaiah chapter 45, verse verse 6, 7, and 8. Can we read it? Isaiah 45. To let you know what God does. I form light. I create darkness. I make peace. I create evil. I the Lord. He took the Holy Spirit from King Saul put it on David took evil spirit from another angle his house and put it on King Saul since you will disobey me let this be with you forever don't say me to that so you see what is called a new spirit And a new heart. I'm taking the trouble to explain to you so that before you can receive the anointing on your head, and I will prove it to you. How do we know that a man has been turned to another man by the anointing by the spirit? What are the indicators? The review of the life of Saul before the anointing. Let me show it to you. Before Saul was anointed with power, Saul was an ordinary man. He knew not his left from his right. The axe of his father was lost. And was, Saul was looking for it. It got to a point, you know when you are in trouble, or when trouble comes your way, if you do not have a new heart, if you do not have a new spirit, if you do not have the anointing, you can look frustrated, and you can give up. At that time, Saul had none of them. And so, suddenly, Saul said, to his servant so said to his servant a house help that was following him to look for is like your car is lost your car, and you are looking for it. And maybe you, there was one day I parked my car at uh, Mission, Mission Street in Lagos. You know what? It's Mission Street? Around Catholic Mission, around Catholic Mission side. You know Catholic Mission? That was years back, almost 30 years ago. By the time when I came to that car, I didn't see the car. They tore it. The local government have told it. I said, I'm robbers, or uh, Steve has stolen my car. So I was chivalry. I didn't know what to do. So, and people around eventually told me they saw the car being towed. So I went to the local government. So the axe of his father was lost. After looking for it for a day or two or one day, Saul said, it was the servant. Can I have 1 Samuel chapter 9 verse 6 and I will be I want to have verse 5, 6 and 8. Look at what he said. And when they came to the land of supper, Saul said to his servant that was with him, his servant that was with him, come let us return home. Let my father Leave the caring for the earth And thought of us Look at somebody who is a servant Look at what they said to him And he said unto him That is his servant now Behold now sir In this city a man of God And he is an honorable man Anything he says comes to pass Now let us go here a peradventure, He can show us our way That we should go So did not know this It was his servant that was telling him and then send so to his servant, but behold, if we go, what are we bring the man of God? Don't go to a man of God's house, empty-handed you. Don't come and visit me without something in your hand. You understand? I'm saying the truth. That is the word. You should know how to take care of your pastors. And I will no longer be tried to tell you that. Maybe in the course of the service today, I will call maybe about three or four people out. Maybe one, once in a while, he's seated over there. He will say, Daddy, 1,000 telephone. It's always 1,000. Maybe every other month. And whenever he does that, my heart will pray. There is one other man up once in a while. One other man. There are not up to four or five in this church. I don't owe any other person. Search your heart. If I owe you anything, a woman three days ago said, "I have been struggling. God is not allowing me to rest." God said, "I should give you five thousand naira credit." I believe sixteen. Eventually, she succumbed to the pressure of God in her house. In her house. I didn't know. She texted me. She told me she was the one that sent the credit. I said, God has taken peace away from you so that you can do what he's asking you to do. The God whom you obey, as a result of the pressure he placed on you, there is a spirit that follows obedience. You will be blessed. And I told her, Take care of men of God. Up to this day. Up to this day. As God has blessed that Jew, every month I minister to him. Every month. Every month. In the minimum of 50,000. Every month. Buy things. Buy fruits buy this, take to his house every month anyway, that is by the way, I don't know why God brought us out so the servant said, we can't go to the man of God's house empty handed and he said, I have a little thing in my hand we will go it was that servant that led Saul to his destiny somebody will lead you to your destiny yeah. So Saul was a mum, say mumu. Say mumu. Can't you say mumu? Say mumu. A man without the spirit is what? Thank you for doing that. A man without the spirit is what? Say it loud and clear. Do you remember? Samuel said to Saul, he said, when these occasions come unto you, and the Holy Spirit rested upon you, he said, do as the occasion permits you, for you are no longer in control of your life. God now is the one dictating your direction. God is the one moving you, whether you like it or not. It's the one who will tell you, go here, go here, do this, do this, do this, do this. If you want to sleep with your wife, you feel like lovemaking. And God said, no, no night." You say, yes, Lord. Because at that time, the Holy Spirit is rested upon you. Now, let me give you an illustration of what I've just said to prove it. There was a man called Elijah. You know the spirit of Elijah very well. Elijah stood before Ahab in 1st King chapter 17 and said, by my word there shall be no rain or dew in this land until I bring the word from the Lord. And heaven said, yes, we back you up. It was a man that carried the grace. He was a man that carried the spirit. He was the man that carried the anointing. And so, he went. In Samuel, in 1st Kings chapter 17, verse 2, God said to Elijah, I'm proving what I've just said to you. And the word of the Lord came to him again, saying, Go to the brook Cherith. Go and stay there. Angels will come and feed you. I, myself, will come and feed you. The ravens are when to get back. A man who is not of the spirit will say that can never happen. A man who does not carry the spirit will be arguing with God. How can best be feeding me? How can I go and rest in a place called Blue Sheriff? So, the moment a man receives the Holy Spirit, he ceases to be called a mumu. Because now, he's being piloted and directed by who? By God. A, a by who oh. are you enjoying this service yeah. if you don't if you are not enjoying if i'm wasting your time we can do the anointing and we go should i continue yeah. should i continue yeah. are you enjoying the word of god yeah. right excuse me It's in first king chapter 17 when you read from verse 4 5 6 Especially verse six. Verse six. Seven eight. And it came to pass. Go back to seven. And it came to pass again after a while that the brook dried up. It be your no rain again. Food is finished a man of the spirit will ask God, where is my next box stop?" So the word of the Lord came again to Elijah. I'm leading you. A man who has a spirit. The word of the Lord came to Elijah and said, arise, go to the widow's house in Seraphat. Look at what God said. I have commanded a widow Prepare a widow, a widow. prepare olo ma toju A man of the spirit says yes. A mumu will say no. So Elijah stood up and went to this man, this woman. The woman got a miracle. Elijah got a miracle. You know the story of the woman before? He said, I'm going to, I have my last meal with my son. I will eat it. After this meal, we do what? We die. But listening to the Holy Spirit, the man of God saved the household of that woman and he himself also got food to eat. Now, let me tell you something very interesting. A man of the Spirit does not argue with God. So, when you get this anointing today, that is why I'm teaching you. I don't just want to pour oil on your head without you knowing the implication of what you are having. After teaching you, and you mess up the oil, you are in the hands of God. After teaching you, and you mess up the oil, you are in the hands of God. So, in First Kings chapter 18, look at what God said. Mama? No. I don't want you. I want somebody who is very, very, very active in politics. Baba? Do you know Nadeko? The days of nadeko do you know? Ah, you disappointed me. Who knows Nadeko here? Nadeko. You don't know Nadeko? Ah, any. So, who does not know Abasha here? Who knows Abasha, the former head of state? It was during Abasha that we have Nadeko now. Have you heard? Ah, Eti Balbeni. Eti Yal Balbeni. The people. They agitate for a change of government. They are always in exile. Am I right or wrong? Because they are afraid of the authoritarian power of government that will kill them. Ahab, Ahab, the king of Israel, was such a very powerful, wicked man. The Bible says there was nobody that was as wicked as Ahab. The kings before him. Nobody was as wicked. Oh, my And God said to Elijah, He had just declared the heaven closed. Ahab has been looking for him. Ahab said, be but Elijah. i Read the Bible. It's very interesting to read the Bible. And God now said, Elijah and Ahab, Ahab to Elijah was cat and mouse, lion and meat. Are you following what I'm saying? And God said to Elijah, look at what it says. And it came to pass, after many days that the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year, saying, go and show yourself to your number one who? Enemy. and i will say i don't have time if i'm preaching to you today you will not live here you know you know that was that was one of the prophet that elijah met on the road obadiah obadiah was walking directly with Ahab. obadiah said now elijah said to obadiah go and tell your master elijah is here and obadiah said ah elijah you want to kill me I shall go and tell my master that you are here. By the time when I tell him now, before I come back, the Holy Spirit will have done what? taking you away. And I will not know where you are. And my master will say, I am a liar. And they will put the gallo under my... Is it the day? The day Elijah and Elisha encounter each other. The day Elijah and Ahab met face to face. Ahab <laughs> said, oh, want me to buy? you are the troubler of Israel. What was the reply of Elijah? He said, it is your father's house that is doing what? That is troubling Israel. That is a man with a new spirit and a new heart. He Say, it's your father's house. So, when you are talking about a new spirit, let me give you two other examples. How do I know a man is turned to another man? David, we see him. Saul, we see him. Let me pick Moses. You know Moses? Do you know Moses? If you don't know Moses, I will tell you the story of Moses. Moses was in Egypt, he killed an Egyptian. In an attempt to defend a Jew, he got to the ears of failure. And one day, he saw two other people. Unfortunately, they were Israelis, two of them, fighting. And he wants to separate them. And one of them suddenly realized, ah, this is the man that killed, that killed yesterday. You want to kill me just like you killed the other man. Ah, and Moses said, ah, can you watch a secret tomorrow? And he ran away. Elijah, excuse me, Moses was a fugitive in the desert. Suddenly he encountered God in Exodus chapter 3, Exodus chapter 4. When you read Exodus chapter 4, and you read from verse 6 to 12, you will see the encounter of Moses with God. And so God anointed him. God poured his spirit. God poured his anointing. God was the one that anointed him from heaven. And suddenly, God said, I have a message for you to deliver. And he told, I pray for you today, you will have a spirit of God. When this oil comes upon you, your enemy will bow before you when this oil comes upon you ways will pass before you when this oil comes upon you, door will be opened unto you excuse me you will be turned to another man he was running away in exodus chapter 2 he met god in exodus chapter 3 exodus chapter 4 in exodus chapter 5 after he had been commissioned by the anointing, God said, go to Pharaoh. Look at Exodus chapter 5 verse 1. Can I have it, please? And afterwards, the man been running away. And afterwards, Moses and Aaron went in and told Pharaoh, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, I have no longer a runaway fugitive. Let my people go i do what that they may hold the fist in the wilderness and serve me who is he confronting here failure that was threatening his life what is the difference the anointing a new spirit a new power in chapter 2 run away fugitive in chapter 3 chapter 4 he encountered god he got the oil in chapter 5 his enemy began to terrified he began to terrify his enemy He became a terror. Do you know Peter? You know Peter? Peter was a failure. He looked at the five as five. Peter said, I am a toiler and I don't have anything. I'm just, uh, Peter's total life was a failure. Himself says so. He said, we toil all night. But the day the anointed man, Jesus himself, entered into his boat, Peter caught anointing. On the day of Pentecost, Peter caught anointing. A man who was a failure arrived in Acts chapter 3. When you read from verse 1 to 7, the Bible said there was a man who had been there for 40 years. When you read Acts chapter 4, of Acts 22 and 21, 22, 21 and 22, you will see that the man that Jesus, that Peter hid on that day was 40 years. And Peter said, So when they had further threatened them, they let them went, knowing how they might punish them because of the people for all men. Glorify God. I thought I saw it just now. Verse 22. For the man at the gate called beautiful was how many years of age? The anointing rose him up. And Peter in Acts chapter 3 said, silver and gold I am no longer a failure. I have gotten the anointing. I don't care about money. Money will pursue me. Silver and gold I do not, I do not have. But what I have, I have the anointing. May the anointing speak for you today. In every areas of your failure, the anointing will speak for you. Let me pick another man. Do you know Joshua? Do you know Joshua? Joshua, a servant of Moses, a faithful man, the Bible says he was the man of the Spirit. In Numbers chapter 27, when you read from verse 18 to 22, 23. Numbers 18, you read from verse 18 to 22. In fact, up to 23. The Bible says God commanded Moses. Take, Moses was a man that carried the Holy Ghost. And God said, "Ah, Moses carried much. First of all, God took out of what he has and gave it to 70 people. And it was as if nothing has happened. I and he now said again, I will take part of your spirit and I will put it upon Joshua. The Bible said, by the reason of Moses laying hand upon Joshua, the Holy Ghost came upon him. What is the result? Deuteronomy the chapter 34, verse 9, tells us the outcome of that anointing. That God released upon Joshua. The Bible says he became the commander of the children of Israel in their going out, in their coming in. He reigned with them. So the protocol is the same. The message is already preached. The benefits you already have read. I will just summarize the benefit, but I need to let you have an understanding of the implication of a man before anointing and a man afterwards, after anointing. That is all the whole label, been labeling, so that you will know what is coming on your head is not fun. I prayed on it. The oil is from Darigio. I pour it on it. I prayed on it. How can a man be turned to another man, a new heart and a new spirit? Is that also so? That's what we'll be talking about. Let me give you one or two more. then I give you the benefits and we we'll do the anointing. How can a man, a woman, be turned to another man by reason of the anointing? And it's the anointing that does it. How can a man be turned to another man By reason of the anointing. Please take notes. I can't go on with the life of Paul, the rest of them. How? By what you do. Who show whether you have been turned to another man or not. Number one how do I know a man has been turned to anointing? To another man, a new heart and a new spirit is done. That also, that new heart and new spirit will determine what you do. If your girlfriend, like me, when I was torn to another man, and my girlfriend saw me, is that The old girlfriend will call themselves name. Is mo ni again o ni again waiting born again waiting when anybody born again are you saying we can't go out again I said very much did born again because I am no longer the boy that you know I am carrying a new heart and a what a new spirit and I told her I'm telling you real life oh, I'm not joking the lady is still alive she has become also born again by God's grace now What it means is a new heart is that you leave this place today, you cannot do what you were doing before. You get to the office, you need money. You need money, not by all means. And somebody brings money to you and you cannot explain it and you cheer it, you cheer in their damnation. You need money, but your money must be just because God said I hate robbery for an offering. Don't bring it to my church. That's what God says. A new heart, by what you do, and what you fail to do, by what you do, God said, go and throw yourself to Ahab. Yes, Lord. Go to the widow's house. Yes, Lord. Go to a blue cherry. Yes, Lord. Go and sleep. Yes, Lord. We are fasting from tomorrow in the church. No, Lord. No, Lord. No fasting. By what you do will determine whether you have a new heart. Do you still maintain concordance? Number three. The company that you keep will determine whether you have a new heart bears, eagles don't have so many friends number four God will extremely defend anybody who carries his anointing God will defend extremely anybody who carries his anointing Psalms <laughs> 105 Verse 15, touch not my anointed and do my prophet no harm. God will defend the anointed. <laughs> you see, if you want God to defend you, you want God, to do, to, God will go extra mile to defend you when you do his will. Genesis chapter 20. Because of time, you will read it, but when we read it together, you enjoy it. Abraham said, Sarah is my sister. Sarah, the wife, is my sister. They travel together. And when they got to where they were going, you know Sarah was very beautiful. There was a king called Ahimelech. Ahimelech. Is it Ahimelech or Abimelech? So, Abimelech saw Sarah and said, I love you. This man with you, who is he? He's uh, my brother, because Abraham has told Sarah, anybody, to So brother, you. So, and he said, It's my brother. And the man took another man's wife, the priest's wife, the anointed man's wife, and took her home. Jesus Christ. You know what I'm telling you is that God will defend the moment you carry his spirit and you carry his anointing. God came in the night to Abimelech. I like the way God announced to Abimelech. God said, you are a dead man. (laughs) God said, you are a dead man. You have taken my pastor's wife and you snatch her and you want to have affair with her the woman I took is another man's wife I like Abimelech he said I have done this in the innocence of my heart because God why the man said to me that it's his sister he didn't tell me it's his wife God you see that I'm innocent of this and what a good God God said I know you are innocent that is why I didn't allow you to already have an affair with her. So that you don't kill yourself. Release her. Let her husband pray for you. Her husband is my priest. Let her go back. If you refuse, every woman in your generation will be buried. Read it. I'm talking about how God defends the anointing how he defends it david said i will not touch the anointed of god he knows it if you read the last verse I just said go to the last verse for me of that passage the last verse the last verse of genesis 20. the last verse now as at the time god was already angry with abimelech he has already closed all the wombs of the women do you see how god acts the extent of which god will defend the anointing and the lord has first closed all the women all the wombs of the house of abimelech because of sarah's wife abraham's wife in verse seven he warned him if you fail You are on your own. Number one, how does God turn? How do you know that a man has been turned to another man? Number one, a new heart and a new spirit. Then number two, number two is what? Number two is what? No, no. Number two is how you act. Thank you so much. I, gave you, I just gave you a lot of illustrations of a new heart and a new spirit. Number two is the moment you get that anointing, the way you begin to live the rest of your life will determine actually whether you have gotten a new heart or not. You understand? That is number two. Number three is what? You a, the company you keep. Can I keep my old relationship? Can I continue to tell lies? Can I continue to defraud? Can I continue to do what I was doing before? Can I continue to watch pornography? Can I continue to deny my husband? Can I continue to be angry? Can I continue to keep this? A new heart and a new spirit will not permit you to do that. Cherry, but he born again. More like his son, Aman, Lossi, Ariana Club. Ah. But like you gone, that was then. Before the case set will come out, we already book it. One man L.P. L.P. record, you know. oh, New generation. <laughs> the moment a new heart came to me. I took them. And I burned them. My sister. My sister. As at the time I graduated from law school, my mother was already dead. And I was not born again at that time. My sister, who was the only daughter of my mom. And did the lawyer answer you? One man go, lawyer Lord I told Balaasi court all the child sorrow mo go me tell me tell me tell me I want to tell it tell it tell it tell it I cannot forget where they took me They took me to a man who was blind who could not help himself And I bowed down my head to a man that himself needs help a deceiver a deceiver so when I became born again, all of those things, fire was waiting for them. burnt them. So a new heart to require. Let me tell you that i mean, I don't have a friend in the world. My life is in the church, outside the church, in the church, outside the church, in the church, outside the church. All the friends I have is in the church. I don't have a friend in the world. The moment you become born again, you are like an eagle. You flow and flock with the bags of the same what? Feather. One, if you look cool or low, it's because you stand out. You They know you. When they know you, they will not even come near you again. They will call you all kinds of names, but it is okay. Because one with god is what if god be for us who can be against us now you've gotten enough let me now give you the benefits i will just run it down i read it in first Samuel chapter 10 so i will give you i will just run it down so the moment you get this anointing the first thing that will happen to you you will go forward The second thing that will happen to you when you get this anointing, go go control the law on your law. Number three, the moment you get this anointing, I won't hear You will be located in the company of people that matters. When you get the anointing, your company changes. Preeminence men. Just like in the case of Saul He was told You will see the group of prophets When you see them Whatever they give to you Take it What you do not solicit for Will begin to happen to you as of today Unsolicited blessing Help that you do not ask for You know why? You know why? Anointing Anointing It has what? It has mouth It has legs That is why she was talking to that woman Give that man of God 5,000 credits Give her The woman Was arguing with her And the anointing will not allow her to rest Until she yielded I was here last week Somebody called me from the US Can I have your account I want to pay one or two dollars into it I said I don't know you she was a member of this church that traveled. He said, I prayed a prayer six years ago. And that when he said the method to that prayer, that prayer worked. And he got somebody in this church and said, please, I need the telephone number of pastor. And I called the person and said, the person that you gave my number to, I don't know. Because when America sees that money goes into your account and they cannot account for it, you are in trouble. I don't want anybody to pay money to my account. But if the Holy Spirit will not allow you to rest, because God said, as the occasion permits, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you will be behaving like a madman. That is the Holy Spirit. I can't tell you Amaziah. Amaziah was called by God to go and preach. I was preaching, condemning what was going on, like what is going on in Nigeria. And I said, Amaziah, why are you prophesying? Your prophecy is too difficult and we don't want to take it. Go to the village, and are going to prophesy. He said, me? If I be called by the Lord, let this happen. I don't want to say what Amaziah said. So, you see, the Holy Spirit doesn't make a man. So, you don't the moment you are carrying the Holy Spirit, your life is no longer your what? Your own. John chapter 3 verse 8. You see, when the leaf is being tossed to and fro by, by the wind, all you just see is that the wind is just shaking. Is that not so? You don't know where the wind is coming from. And the Bible says, anyone who carries the spirit like that is toys to and fro. So that is why go to the widow of Serafad. go to the house of this, go to the house of this, go to the house of this. The woman that I married today, I will not tell you the details. I've told some people sometimes ago. You know when I lost my wife? You know when I lost my wife? I want to tell you something you don't know in this church. I signed letters in this church. Pastor Dr. Wokwon is still alive. Go and ask him. I signed letters of women who said they said if they marry me, they would leave the church. And I signed it and they left. But I said, God did not say I should marry you. So when God said, what God told me, and it was in my dream, that my wife is abroad. I only told one single individual in the whole world. That was how I remembered. And that man was in London, is in London. The man used to call me day and night when mommy was in the hospital. So when mommy passed, he said, Pastor, you are a pastor. You can't wait like this. You can't just, you can't. God, you, God's work must be done. I said, I don't know. I don't have anybody. And, but the dream I had is that God said to me, the person who settle with me lives abroad. I don't know anybody abroad. I don't, ca- I don't have a girlfriend. I don't this. I don't that. Sir, I traveled to Canada looking for the woman that God said is abroad. I got to Canada. I didn't see the woman. I came back to the U.S. I didn't see anybody. The woman walked with her leg to my house. The woman, this woman that you see as my wife, walked with her leg to my house. The day she walked into my house, by the Holy Spirit, you know, God is very sweet. God is so sweet. I like serving God. I'm ready to die for him. I was going to the altar. I had a friend that came from the U.S. and she came to see her, see him. suddenly, My eyes were open, I said. I asked my friend, who is this woman? And she said, it's so, 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 and so. So, so, and so. I said, all right. And we entered the car and we left. I didn't say a word from there. A word. As we were about entering the altar, the Holy Spirit moved me again and asked me, "Ask him about that woman. I asked that woman that came to see us in the house now who is she do you have a telephone number my friend said yes I will give it to you when we get home if my friend will give that telephone number to me it will be tomorrow but you see I can't I told you a month ago that I don't understand God you remember when I started teaching you Do you do you remember do you remember On Tuesday is my fasting and counseling day in this church. I was leaving my office and my secretary called me and said to me that somebody said he's coming to look. Luf- no, 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 That is not the story. Somebody called me and said he will come and see me in the office. I said, if you do not arrive by 11: 12." You will no longer see me because the road to here, I must pass it before traffic begins to build up. I'm telling you the secret of my life. I go to Penn Cinema and my phone ran. And it was my secretary. I said, somebody is in the office. I said, give the telephone to the person. And it happens to be the doctor Who took care of my wife when we were in the US? Who lives in Nigeria? He's not living in the US, but he's in Nigeria. Shola? I said, Shola? Dr. Shola? I told you when you called me that if you do not come before 12, you will not see me in the office. I'm already in Pennsylvania, I'm heading to the church. He said, Dad, I will see you tomorrow. And we left. I sat down in my office. In my office. When the woman whom God brought to the house by my friend who has traveled back to the US was brought by another woman. So I was sitting down and they said, I have a visitor. So the moment she entered, I said, Did I see you last week? During the special Holy Ghost service? Are you so-so-so- and so, so? That was the beginning of the discussion. You want to know the rest? We went for lunch. Lunch large law. From lunch to dinner. Dinner to Anointing works so Anointing can give you a wife. Anointing can give you a husband. That is it. Anointing. Because anointing carries favor. Those whom you do not know will look for you. I think you have had enough. Let's rise up. Let's rise up. By the anointing, Jesus breathed the yoke. By the Holy Ghost's power, just as our president said, this is the day of the lottery. God is moving in power again. By the anointing, Jesus breathed. Die, oh, he's not by power. He's, he's not by my spirit not by power. He's not by, oh, by no